0: Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis.
1: I understand uh, uh, we have Dean Pops on
0: the the line. That's right. We have Dean Pops. He's a former assistant army secretary, assistant secretary of the Army for Acquisition, Logistics and Technology. He was appointed both by President Bush, the Obama administration. Welcome back to Cats at Night. I, I could go on and on about
1: your amazing accomplishments.
2: Well, thank you, Lydia. And And he's uh, a
1: grandfather again yesterday, I heard. Oh,
2: thank you. Number four, um, baby boy without a name, John. So I think he's uh, he's still an undocumented uh, alien or
1: something. (laughs) Well, I mean, uh, there must be a fight in the family. Otherwise, it would have been easy.
2: No, you know, I, and I don't mean to be too serious. My my, my daughter had a very difficult labor and uh, and delivery, and I think they're just sort of catching their breath before they name the child. But thank you. And I'm I'm on on your end. I'm sorry to hear about Spiro. Uh, he was a well known and well liked. Uh, the Greek tycoon. He was well. More than that, he was a he was a great guy and a smart guy, and a, and he did things for other people. So and
0: a very uh, elegant man, a very elegant man.
2: Yes, very uh, well. Well said. Well said. And uh, we we mourn his loss as well today. Uh, t- tell us, Dean.
1: There's so many things going on in Ukraine. Uh, a lot of people are walking around scratching their heads. They don't know who to believe anymore, and yeah. they don't know what the solution is. Putin today uh, was at a conference. So where was he? In someplace then. Was it Indonesia, or he was at a conference? that says, "Don't you know?" He tried to tell uh, everybody, "I'm not, I'm not firing any nuclear weapons at anybody." But he also said that he's not taking shooting at our satellites off the table
0: if we support uh, the Ukrainians. He said that too. Well, there goes my my Verizon call. <laughs> That's right. Well, Mr. Pops, uh, on that topic. Um, why do we move the 101st, the Screaming Eagles, into Romania right off the border of Ukraine and Russia?
2: Well, we're doing that as a, as part of a show of force and uh, trying to put some markers in NATO countries. Uh, look, I, I think the, the question that's posed to me is tonight is, you think that we have to get an end to this and i and i do and i'll tell you why because the russian army cannot win all right. If you look at the logistics, if you look at the material and munitions, if you look at his own his own political construct, uh, people are fleeing his country. He has no political. They have no political will for this war. Uh, they're running out of ammunition. They're running out of people. They have mercenaries in the in the Wagner Group going out and soliciting Afghan warriors and Chechen warriors to come to come to this fight. So, what does that tell you? They really. Uh, they're they're not formed and they don't have the material and they don't have the staying power to win this war so they cannot win it doesn't mean that they lose-lose but it means that they cannot win so I think this is a perfect opportunity for the world's leading country which should be us and we should have that kind of leadership to offer Putin some type of off-ramp there has to be an elegant diplomatic Uh, solution, a public relations solution. Uh, This is something that I think our, our immediate past president would have grasped immediately about how to negotiate with a fellow who's got his back against the wall. And the reason we're going to do that is that when you take a a guy who may or may not be unbalanced, who may or may not uh, have physical ailments that he sees the end of his days, why do you want to push his back against the wall with a nuclear arsenal? Why do you want to possibly throw Russia into a total state of chaos? Because then the then the uh, Colin Powell Doctrine comes into place. If you break it, you own it, all right? And um, I'm not sure we want to do that. So yeah. what, what makes the most sense, and and, fo- and also people say, well, I know a lot of my friends say, well, so you're an appeaser. No, oh, I'm not an appeaser. And Putin's not Hitler. He doesn't have the war machine. He doesn't have... Uh, the ability, he's not going to roll through Europe uh, unless he starts throwing nuclear weapons all over the place and um, he, this is not the Sudeten land, and we really don't have any strategic interests Uh, in eastern Ukraine and who's controlling Donbar and Donetsk province and all of this. The U.S. now today, uh, given where we are and given our own economic constraints and our military constraints and our social constraints, this is not of strategic interest to us of who's who's controlling those provinces. I
0: I agree with you. Uh, um, However, I just become concerned because if memory serves me correctly, the 101st hasn't been in Europe since World War II. Uh, so to deploy them now to Romania, um, it almost looks like mission creep, um, and that's what I get concerned about.
2: Oh, and hey. you should you should be concerned about Mission Creep because then, in my opinion, and I sort of I've lived this through the Iraq and Afghan uh, wars, is that then the military industrial complex takes over, and it becomes harder and harder to pull this back. And now you know billions are being thrown in this direction, and defense companies and the whole Pentagon, everybody's all spun up about this. You know we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to start our own defense industrial base is now reporting. To us, that our our stockpiles of things are really, really, really low, so that the uh, things that we need, you know, ground launch missiles, ammunition. Uh, even even fuel and other things are all being deployed over there, and and the fact that our defense base cannot replenish those Stinger missiles, which are which they have to make from scratch now, and and a lot of other things uh, are being diverted from our own base, well, our well, own our own industrial base. So well, this then, who, is not not smart. Who's um, the,
0: who's the guy to be the leader now? and be the adult in the room and call people to the table. Who's that? I mean, England is, UK is up, you know, turned upside down, um...
1: You know, I don't have to speak about Germany. Germany. Has been upside down. They've been upside down. France uh, is not uh, right side up. We got German a, we,
2: Germany, you go, you go right through the list. There, 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 are no statesmen. That's the problem. Where are the Churchill? There are no
1: respected uh, statesmen out
2: there. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, and especially and including from our country. And you know, um, where I, I think back, I would love to study our American history, but uh, it would be wonderful if the Secretary of State was someone like George Marshall. Marshall. Could could have led an effort like this. Of course, we just don't have life, statesmen like Can I be they, the?
0: Can I be the? Uh, I guess the dissenting voice in the room. But how can you negotiate with a madman? And wasn't it who, who said it, John? That we can't reward a,
1: aggression. So that's the problem here too. Well, Kissinger says we can't reward aggression. That's what he said <laughs> to me. When we had yeah. lunch a couple of weeks ago.
0: So what do you say to that, Dean Pops, for well, people out there I, that I, say, I, you know, yeah, Putin's I, a, a psycho. The only way this will end is when there's two bullets in the back of his head.
2: Well, that that is a way of ending it. Yes, indeed. And so we certainly hope that his own people can overthrow him and so forth. But absent that, I think he has to be offered an elegant solution that appeals to a psycho. And this is where (laughs) diplomacy and this is where shrewdness and this is where the art of the deal and all kinds of other things. There's another thing that's missing here that I know that John possibly uh, Judge Weinberg would appreciate is that. The, the West, meaning us, we really don't understand the Eastern mentality. You see, in Putin's, Putin's efforts here are all wrapped up in religion, cultural misappropriation that he views from the West and the ethos and ethnos of his nation he feels very put upon by the way and religion okay Uh, you know he has seen events here in the last two or three years where his uh, the Ukrainian Orthodox Church has been rent and split into into several factions all of which deter from his beloved Moscow patriarch uh, in effect being the spiritual leadership of the Ukrainian uh, churches so he's got is back against the wall and i would assert that it's all those pieces that have to come to the table to give him a solution. Someone very smart, very intellectually curious, very well read, very attuned to what the Eastern mind thinks, not the Western mind, all right? The Western mind is all about X's and O's and the bottom line and this, that. but this Eastern mind is, is, think of your Russian uh, novelist and Tolstoy and Dostoevsky and Solzhenitsyn, and that's where their minds are. And so we need someone who can think like, like that to craft a solution that may be what maybe a ceasefire maybe something like we use in Taiwan we use the uh, uh, strategic ambiguity remember people have been asking for years will you defend Taiwan will you do this will you do that well we not we might we might not but in the meantime what it's done it's put a standstill to the whole thing it might not for much longer but it sure has for about 40 or 50 years so we need the same kind of thing here until possibly we can outlast him I'm not hopeful And uh, so what's the alternative? The alternative is he is back against the wall. He's asking for Afghan and uh, and, um, uh, Chechen and who knows from what other part of the Soviet republics are going to go in there to cause havoc. And let's not forget one thing, too, about our uh, Ukrainian brothers. This is a rough part of the world. I look at this fight as, as not so much as a fight about sovereign nations uh, these two are like the crips and the bloods all right this this is a this is a one Slavic nation that is divided into two gangs and uh, and quite frankly this fight's been going on for a thousand years it's been going on since Vladimir of Kiev uh, Christianized them in the ninth century and it's going to go on another thousand years and we've got to be careful not to step into the into the middle of this Ukraine is the origination of the most cyber crime in the world so yep. this is this is a rough part of the world before we get uh, yeah i noticed we got another 60 billion headed that way well florida's underwater okay? yes, and yes. I, I think the ad the the average american is saying gee why don't we put the city and if in- they bomb the heck
1: out of the ukraine well who's going to pay to build it back up again
2: well, I don't want, well, I don't John, want to know. You
1: know. I don't
2: want to know. <laughs> I, not you want to know. You don't want to do it. Okay. I don't. Because I, I did that in Iraq, and, and I'm telling you, I'm sitting here wondering, saying, why the hell did we do what we did? Yes. All right. Wow.
1: Dean Pops, we got to go. We got a break coming up. And uh, thank you. And uh, God bless you. And thank you for bringing all Americans up to date. And congratulations again.
2: Thank you again. Happy Halloween to everybody, yeah, too. To you too. Okay. <laughs> you too. All right. Bye. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.